Welcome to the Here to Heaven podcast. Through homilies, meditations, and lessons, we will discover that the Christian life is a journey to the heights of heaven. Please click the like and subscribe button wherever you listen to this podcast and share it with your family and friends. Thank you. This gospel is one of those timeless images in the church. At St. Andrew the Apostle, our neighbors in Silver Spring, they have this image across their stained glass windows. I think it's maybe the same or a similar artist to our stained glass windows, but they actually have like people on their stained glass windows. Um, just as colorful, but they have this scene, this scene of our Lord speak, speaking to the apostles in the boat, and Peter upon his knees, saying, Lord, depart from me, for I am a sinful man. And the net, the net spans across several stained glass windows, probably about a hundred feet worth of net in stained glass, which makes it probably one of the more accurate depictions of this gospel scene. For that net was not just a small net that one person could handle. No, this is something probably a hundred, two hundred feet long. Something that required a crew. James and John and Peter and Andrew. This is an important image in the church. And it is an important image of the church. For in this catch of fish, in that shoal of fish, Christ contemplates and in a way previews the catch of fish that is to come. A still more copious catch. Not hundreds, but millions throughout the centuries. Each of his apostles will become a new fisherman who will gather souls into God's kingdom from the seas of many nations. The apostles are instruments for the working of great wonders. These men will go out into the world, cast their nets into the sea, and the message that Christ has redeemed the world converts millions. These simple apostles, these fishermen and others, and many after them, many other simple and flawed men, will convert millions with the help of God. It is unbelievable that a small group of mostly uneducated men change the world so dramatically. It is amazing what a few good men, what a few good people can do with the help of God. This miracle is such a beautiful image of the church because it shows what God does against all odds, what God does with broken instruments, what God does with so little, just our cooperation. This miracle is against all odds, and Peter points it out. Lord, we've been fishing all night, and we have caught nothing. But I'll do as you say. And the miracle of so many turning to God, so many people turning to God in a pagan world, was against all odds. In a pagan world that did not know God, a few people evangelized millions. Once again, it's amazing what a few good men, what a few good people can do with the help of God. And Peter is amazed. 
He's amazed at this miracle, which foretells the victory of the church to come. This is a great moment of conversion for Peter. For although he knows that Jesus can do great things, he's still doubting. And then he sees. He sees with great clarity. He sees Christ's power and wisdom, and he sees his own weakness and unworthiness. He sees Jesus' ability and his inability. And he throws himself down at the feet of Jesus. Depart from me, he says, for I am a sinful man. Lord, I don't deserve this. And he knows if Christ is with him, that he too will do great things. With God, great things are done. And part of him is afraid. I think, to a certain extent, we understand that fear of following our Lord's will, of putting out into the deep, of doing this thing that he asks of us. Be it encouraging a friend who we haven't seen at Mass for a couple years to come home. Well, what would they think of me? Put out into the deep. Or if it's encouraging a sibling or family member that you see is really hurting themselves, not living the gospel truth. Well, I don't want to be that sibling. Be that sibling. Not for the sake of any sort of popularity, but for the sake of souls. Put out into the deep. Do the thing that's difficult but good. And our Lord will be with you. See, this miracle contains a profound lesson for Peter and for us. It is only when we acknowledge our own I'll say it, uselessness, and put our trust in the Lord, that great things happen. Now, our Lord wants a cooperation. It's 100 feet, 200 feet of net. That's some hard work. He wants us to use all our human means at our disposal, but put our trust in Him. And then we see that our apostolic work, our missions, are effective, and the fruit's abundant. Because for his followers, the fruitfulness of their mission depends entirely on their living union with him. Depends entirely on the grace of God. Depends entirely on the love of God. And this is how our Lord works throughout the, throughout the ages. In the apostles, in the saints, and in you and me. Consider this. Mother Teresa was about, she was about this tall. She didn't save thousands of children by her own power. That's the power of God. Deacon Sully. Clearly he's not doing this great work by his own power. Look at him. It's the grace of God that brings many souls to Christ, that fulfills this beautiful mission. It's the love of God that he has placed within all of our hearts. And the apostles. These men are completely unprepared for the mission that our Lord gives them on a human level, but by the grace of God, you and I know Christ now. Because those men said yes. Because they put out into the deep. Because they were bold. Be bold, brothers and sisters. That's the only way souls are saved. We go, well, no, this is just, it's my own private thing. I'm just, I've got my real. I'm just going to 
I'm just going get, to get the, get the food that I need, right? This is just for me. No, put out into the deep, bring a 200-foot net. Bring it. That's the only way souls are saved. Be bold, no matter what people may think. What does it matter? Be bold. You see, the disciples, the first disciples, they, they, they faced impossible odds. They faced impossible odds. They faced a world ruled by a pagan empire. And we face a world not ruled by a pagan empire, but a, a world ruled by the dictatorship of selfishness. Of each and every person saying, well, that's uncomfortable, I don't want to do it. I'm going to go my way. I'm going to do my thing. People ruled by every passing fancy. Let's call it the dictatorship of self-service. Do what you want, when you want, no matter how much misery it brings. Self-medicate with whatever new-sounding idea or drug makes the pain of the profound loneliness we feel go away for just a moment. That's the dictatorship we live under these days. And because of that dictatorship, guess what? People are hungry. People are hungry for something new. Not something just new, but something good and true and beautiful. Something that's better than what the world offers. They're hungry for life, eternal life. And guess what, brothers and sisters? We have everything that the apostles had. We have every grace and every gift that they had to convert millions. They were a few. We're many. We are many, and God is with us. If a few could do so much, imagine what many can. With the help of God. So don't give up on fishing. Never give up on fishing. You too are called to be fishers of men. We've stopped evangelizing even though we have such great gifts. We who preach Christ, the only begotten Son of God, who died and rose for us. We who have the bread of life that feeds souls for eternal life. We who are well equipped for fishing. Don't be afraid. Put out into the deep and invite boldly many souls back to church. Thanks for listening to the Here to Heaven podcast with me, Father Bob Kilner. Make sure you subscribe to not miss when new reflections and homilies are posted. This podcast is presented to you by the Holy Ruckus Podcast Network. For awesome faith-based podcasts, blogs, and video, visit www.theholyruckus.com.